Basketball is my favorite sport. You see, from middle school through college, I grew up in Indiana, and I can tell you something about Indiana. There's cornfields everywhere, but there's also a basketball goal on every single driveway. Really, every house you drive by, there's another basketball goal, another one, and another one. I grew up where everyone played basketball, whether you were good at it or you weren't very good at it at all. I remember all the nostalgia around it. We all played, we all loved it, we all watched it. In fact, it brings back memories. Let me set the scene for you. I remember packed high school basketball gyms. I mean, every seat, every bleacher, all of them were full. I remember just screaming fans. It didn't matter if the team was good or, or not. Just everyone was there. Everyone in town came to the basketball game. I, I remember just the sounds of the game from people screaming to, to the screeching of, of shoes on, on the court. I remember the smell of, of popcorn and hot dogs. And, and I remember just being on the court warming up for the games. We would be doing layups and we're just all looking around at what's going on and we just can't imagine it. We're looking at the other team. How big are they? Do they look good? Even looking out into the bleachers, who's here at the game, who's watching? Of course, looking for our girlfriends and things like that. And, and I just remember all of the sights and the smells, the sounds, it's absolutely incredible. Now, now a basketball game, it's good just to go and watch it, but there are moments where the teams that are playing each other are just really well matched. And in fact, the best basketball games, they come down to one final shot. Basketball has a lot to do with life. Uh, whether you're a fan or not, you, basketball has this gym where we all gather and, and we participate and watch and there, there's people who have planned and prepped for that moment and there are some who is a last minute thought to come to the game. But I would tell you basketball, what goes on in the gymnasium is a lot like life. If I summarize the whole thing, there's people who watch the game and there's people who play in the game. There's people who come to observe and see what happens, and there's people that come to participate in it. Now, now, unlike the game of basketball, life, we all get to be involved in this. And so I want you thinking about 2017 in relation to basketball, specifically a basketball game. In 2017, you did one of two things. You either spectated or you participated. I don't know what you did. You know it, though. In fact, you probably know it immediately as I say it. Did you participate in 2017? Let me help you. If you're a parent, do you really feel like you were involved in your kid's life? Or did you kind of just let it happen and you were there if they needed you for a moment? Uh, if you're in a significant relationship of some sort, did you actually invest in that person and seek their better good? Or did you just be in the relationship? If you're a student, did you actually try to do well? <laughs> did you study? Did you work even ahead? Or did you just try to get by in some way? You either participated or you spectated in 2017. My guess is you're like me. I had moments that I participated and really feel good about. And uh, moments that I shamefully will tell you that I just watched it go by. I was tired. Moments maybe when I was down, I just didn't feel like 
getting into the game. See, there's a danger in this. There's a danger if you become a person that looks at life as though, you know what, you're done playing, you're just going to watch. You're going to watch it go by, you're not going to invest anything into it, and you're going to watch it. You might get even in the danger of complaining about it. There's a danger. In fact, Jesus disliked the idea of you and I just sitting so much. It's in the Bible. I can show it to you. It's it's in Revelation chapter 3. Let me just read you the verses. Revelation chapter 3. And here's verse 15 and 16. I know all the things you do. (laughs) That sounds a bit scary at first. Uh, I know all the things you do that you're neither hot nor cold. He's writing this to a church. And and he really wants the church to hear this. He wants the church to know that, that he sees what they're doing and they're not hot and they're not cold. I wish you were one or the other. Jesus says. I wish you were one or the other, but since you are like lukewarm water, I will spit you out of my mouth. Uh, some versions say, I'll vomit you out of my mouth. I mean, it's pretty intense, and it's intense when you think this is, these are the words of Jesus. This is a big deal. In some of your Bibles, that's red letter kind of stuff, where you're hearing that uh, he doesn't want you lukewarm. This is lukewarm in the bleachers, just watching it go by. Maybe wishing you were on the court. Maybe you've given up. That's lukewarm. Lukewarm water, to help you understand the context why Jesus even said this, he was writing this to a church, and in that area, they knew what lukewarm water was. It was useless water. It had no value. Cold water, refreshing. You could drink it. It was probably from a running stream. That was good. Hot water? Hot water, you could use it to clean things, heal things. I mean, hot water, you you can cook food. There's tons of stuff you could do with hot water, hot or cold. And he's like, I wish you were one or the other, but lukewarm, come on. He'll spit you out of the mouth. And you and I know this. (laughs) If you drink stagnant, lukewarm water, you might be in danger of getting sick. Lukewarm water is useless. None of us really crave it. And I'll tell you, lukewarm water is kind of like pretending. Pretending that even though you're in this year and it's going by, that that maybe you're you're trying to do something, but you're not really doing something. Maybe you're distracted. Maybe there's these moments that you just wish, wish, and you weren't. In fact, there's even a trend right now in the United States. I find this uh, kind of crazy. It has to do with athletic apparel. Uh, Athletic apparel, like legit athletic apparel that you would buy to go work out or play sports. Uh, the sales are, are skyrocketing. They're saying by, by 2020, uh, the sales should go up by 50%. That's a lot. Uh, they're, they're going up, going up. Now, now the gym memberships are, are not going up. And in fact, specifically in the yoga world, uh, you know that it's popular to wear yoga pants. If you're a guy that wears them, you need to stop that. And you need to stop that right now. But yoga apparel has risen 50%, but the classroom memberships have risen 5%. I read an article where this lady said she buys workout clothes hoping that maybe they might inspire her to work out, but she actually doesn't work out. I think a lot of us did that with 2017. We maybe bought the workout clothes. We didn't do anything with them. It's more comfort that we pursued rather than a better life, the full life. And uh, if you're like me, you had moments that were great, 
moments that weren't moments you participated and moments you spectated. I'm going to tell you this right now. God did not create you to live life on the bleachers. Not at all. You weren't made with the hands of the creator so that you would just walk into life and sit on the bleachers and watch everyone else play life out. He made you to be a part of things. Some of you have friends that you're supposed to influence. Some of you are in workplaces that will get radically changed and made for the better if you would do something. Some marriages, some of your marriages would get a lot better if you would actually participate in the marriage. Some of you students, your schools would be revolutionized if you didn't just go to school, but you participated in all that was around in a way that you helped kids know who they are in Jesus. So I'll give you a challenge, a goal. 2018 is basically here. 2018 is a new year, a time to refresh, a time to start new. And I don't know if how you are in resolutions. I want to give you a goal for this year, a simple goal. 2018, will you participate in 2018. Uh, you can make a list. Uh, we'll get to that. But, but I want you to just, would you be willing to accept the goal, the challenge, that in 2018, you're going to participate every single day. You're going to wake up. You're going to live the day. And you're like, I'm not sitting in the bleachers today. I'm going to participate. But let me show you another place in the Bible that talks about how to participate in 2018. It's in Hebrews. It's very simple. Let me read it to you. Therefore, since we're surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily hinders our progress. Think about what's hindering your progress. And let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. Now, here's my favorite part in verse 2 of chapter 12. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. By keeping our eyes on Jesus, that's how we do it. If Just think about this. In, in 2018, how are you going to move out of the bleachers and onto the court, and you're going to participate? How are you going to do it according to the Bible? You're going to put your eyes on Jesus. You're going to focus on Jesus. So apply this to your everyday life, no matter what season of life you find yourself in. If you're with your family, how are you going to participate with your family by focusing on Jesus, by putting your eyes on Jesus? How are you going to do this in your marriage? How are you going to do this at your school, your workplace? You, you pick where this plays out. But 2018 is calling for more people to leave the bleachers and to participate in it so that the world can know who Jesus is. In order to do that, you're going to have to focus on who Jesus is. So let's talk about 2018 and how you're going to get on the court. Uh, there's a couple questions I want to ask you, very specifically one, whose life are you going to participate in in 2018? I mean, some of you right now, you're with those people. Uh, you're married to them. You're raising them up as kids, their friends, their roommates, whoever they are. But I want you to actually make a list. I've got a list, actually. I have a list of people in 2018 that I want to intentionally participate in their life with. Of course, my wife and my kids, and I've got some friends on there. I've got some people that are just acquaintances that I'd like to become better friends. And yeah, God's at the top of that list to participate in my relationship with Him. But I think you should make a list, an actual list, and I think you should do that today. Make a list of the lives, the specific people you're gonna participate in their life. Now, go further than that. 
how are you going to participate in their life? I mean, if you're married, how are you going to make sure your marriage isn't just two roommates living together? If you have a place that you go to work, how are you going to make sure that work isn't just mundane and boring and purposeless? You're going to have to participate. How about school? How school to become more than something you're just trying to accomplish and do before you go off to whatever? What if you actually made your next semester of school something that you were able to show people who Jesus is because you were so focused, but you're going to have to participate? Now, cue in on what Jesus taught us about being lukewarm. Remember, don't be lukewarm. You can be hot or cold, he's cool with, but, but lukewarm, no. Notice that Jesus focused on participation, not perfection. Many of us, we think, oh, if I don't get perfect, I gotta quit. Like, that's what happens with New Year's resolutions, we quit. Don't pursue perfection with this. If you mess up, participate the next day. But I'm gonna tell you something. This world is desperate for folks to get out of the bleachers, to get onto the court, and actually live life, the life God intended them, the full life. So 2018 is here. It's time for you to make a decision. Are you gonna participate or spectate? It's time to get into the game.